Hello everyone. What's up? You just ended and what a cracker of a result. Chelsea beating City 1-0 as uh, one of the members did mention uh, that you know Chelsea would win 1-0 and what a, what a match it turned out to be. I think it went out perfectly for Tuchel. Uh, he got everything right. The players got everything right. And I think the one who supported Chelsea is uh, very happy. What would you say uh, uh, getting your prediction right? You supported Chelsea. Uh, I mean, I'm happy that you know I got my prediction right, but I'm not happy that you know, Chelsea, English team won again for my team won. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I predicted Chelsea would for the team that scores the first goal has the advantage of winning yeah. the match. Yeah. And so, Chelsea so. just did that. They caught a goal and they just absolutely amazing in defending. I mean, the number of tackles that they did, Sterling and Mares could not do anything. Mares was so good in semi-finals and quarter-finals. Yeah. This match much. could not do anything. Could not do anything. Yeah, really. They just did, were like, we were not going to lose this one. We are not letting you score at all. Not even yeah. a goal. Uh, very much. Uh, Nihar, what do you think about Chelsea's victory? Well deserved, man. I mean, uh, see the way they play. I mean, they played today. I mean, they outclassed City in almost every position, I guess. Really, they didn't test Mendy well, though. The City's attack, the fierce attack, which is known for. And I think because the defense did a good job. The defense is very good job. I mean, after getting that crucial first goal, they literally, they really didn't bother to score the equalizer. I mean, they didn't really keep their attack in front like how they played the first twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so I mean, they had the goal. That's enough for them. I mean, the wing backs didn't really play as a wing backs, but as a regular left back and a right back, I guess. And they had five solid men at the back, though they though they lost uh, David yeah. Thiago Silva at the start. And even I guess you know De Bruyne's injury added uh, how to say salt to the wound on City's hopes, because you know how good he can be. And uh, the substitutions of Fernandinho and Aguero came too late. Because by then Chelsea were very, really well set and uh, they didn't really get let City get a sniff of a uh, draw at least in the regular time. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, uh, really, City could not get uh, going actually the entire game. Or when they did, uh, you could uh, give us a point that uh, Chelsea had uh, them covered and they stuck to plan. Yeah, I mean Chelsea. I mean City is. I mean their passing was. You you at you attribute City with those magical passes, like those Dibrana's passes. I mean they they lack that magical you know passing ability. Plus, omitting Fernandinho for the match. I mean I don't know how uh, useful it was for them. They did not have that much control in the midfield. Chelsea were. Uh, Controlling the midfield, they had, even though they had so many midfielders, the final pass was not there. First half. Yes, it was very well covered by uh, Kante, right? Yeah. Kante was everywhere. Kante, uh, he made it uh, easy for Jorginho. Jorginho, he had a very good game as well. He was not seen so much. Kante and Jorginho, they were brilliant. Even uh, Havertz was brilliant with the way he took the for the goal. They just yeah. control the midfield. 
She just had control over this field. Okay, let's hear from Nihar a little bit about the city now. Uh, you must be disappointed. Uh, yes, man. I mean, their first okay. Champions League final and the dream season they had winning Premier League, uh, winning the Carabao Cup. And, yeah, I mean, they really outclassed PSG, right? I mean, you could see how yeah. PSG were outclassed by this city team. And considering they really have, don't have any injuries here today, but still... Uh, I mean, they really couldn't uh, implement their plans, I feel. And Pep overthought, I feel. I mean, overthink again. I mean, that's the weakness of his in Champions League, especially after leaving Barcelona. But I guess, man, it's a really sad thing for a City fan. But, you know, the fans can be at least proud that they really had an experience of their club's first ever Champions League final. And Pep really didn't take any battering. The the City team fought till the end. It's a very close one. But yeah, uh, tactical battle is one bit shell at the end. So, but nothing to be sad of or uh, ashamed of. It can be taken as a pride moment anyway. Yeah, true. Uh, you did cover uh, the points there for uh, Pep. Uh, but do you think uh, you you mentioned about the tactical as- aspects? Could you uh, w- tell us what do you think? Why do you think he made the changes? Uh, and you know, do you think he didn't give uh, enough time to Aguero or Fernandinho? Uh, uh, Rather than Aguero, I really think the starting midfield uh, a bit depends me a little because uh, there is no proper CDM. So, without CDM, you really can't dictate the attack, especially if you're playing a possessive brand of football, at least. You need a proper CDM to dictate your attack and everything. And City really didn't start either of them, Rodrin or uh, Fernandinho. You didn't even change in the second half. Yeah, he didn't even bring any of them at halftime, though. And yeah, the Agarado, we already spoke about it that he will be coming at uh, after 70th minute. It's because uh, it's his last game for the club and he's a legend. So he will be start, uh, coming as a substitute, that's evident. But it's too little of a time and Chelsea were very well set. I mean, Chelsea, there, there was never a moment that uh, Man City were sniffing an equalizer at any point. Chelsea were confident with the defending, though losing their uh, prime defender, Thiago Silva. So, yeah, that's my point there. Yeah, true. So, let's uh, hear a little bit about uh, Tuchel. Now, you think his gameplay went uh, on track? You think he got uh, everything right today? There was no beating him? Uh, so, Lucas, I, mean... uh, I have a point. Our uh, new member... Akshat has a point here, like uh, Man City didn't play the first half like it's a Champions League final and they really took it like uh, an English Premier League game and maybe they were overconfident with their Premier League success recently okay. and uh, their overall hopes were lost after Kevin De Bruyne got injured and the only one playing in Man City today better was uh, Phil Foden. So, what's your take on this, Lokesh? Uh, well, this is a nice way of uh, looking at it. Mm, like you know, you could uh, be disappointed. It's not, but I, I can understand why he feels uh, that you know it seemed more like a English Premier League game and not a Champions League game. But I, I wouldn't agree with it. They, uh, they did play up to European standards. It was a good game uh, tactically. Uh, Pep try did try something uh, different, but uh, the team did try to implement what he tried. So he tried. Uh, to play without uh, a holding midfielder. And uh, the team tried to implement that idea. You know, it just didn't work out uh, the way he expected. And uh, Chelsea played better. 
you know, that's the end of it. I think he would agree as well. Even Pep Guardiola will agree that Chelsea played better, they defended better. And that won the game for them. And did you see how closest of the margins the game was? That sole goal and that goal was too like uh, it's very unlucky that Edison really couldn't keep it out of the box area. I mean, he really got almost the touch of the ball, but uh, it just fell onto the path of the coming Havertz, and uh, he com- composed himself very well and he scored an open goal. I mean, into the open net. Well, that closest, you, right? Even if you look at that goal. I feel if Fernandino was there on the pitch, he generally drops down and then they play as a back three. So, in case of Fernandino, they had Bernardo Silva who is obviously going to attack. Mulligan, Chelini doesn't drop down. He doesn't have that. You know. He has the equity. He has the presence of going forward and scoring as that much intelligence to drop down like a senior. And even I have a small point to make here. I mean, City in the extra time also, the seven minutes added time, they really didn't feel like, you know, pushing for it. They were crossing aimlessly. Ederson was like shooting out of bounds with frustration, I felt. I mean, that guy was literally outscoring the goalkeeper, Mendy there. Nihar Mahrez had a shot that went just above the post. Yeah, Mahrez was good. No, yeah, that was unlucky. But other than that, I mean, you could see the crosses that were going in, right? Aimless crosses. It's the 93rd minute. Uh, they haven't gotten a goal, so they need to beat Eric. So they were trying it, and if that Mario's goal had gone in, or if that shot had gone in, it would have been uh, entirely different, right? True. One more thing is like uh, City only had three shots on target, three shots, and only one is on target, which is like a comfortable save for Mendy, right? Uh, yeah, Aguero tried to chip him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see? Or he tried to give him a cross uh, there. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Wendy, Wendy, he just caught it so easily. And you think, even if Aguero had tried a little bit more, you know, he would have easily caught it or, uh, you know, put it aside. I mean, well, Akshat says that uh, Mendy wasn't exactly troubled and he's right, I guess. And uh, yeah, with this level of uh, play, I mean, the formation where you don't have a CDM. He personally feels that it's like a school school level football. And, well, maybe he exaggerated a bit, but yeah, to an extent, yeah, it appeared like that. Tactically, if you see, I mean, you really can't go against the Chelsea's midfield without any CDM of yours. Yes, uh, even without you know CDM, they did not have that attacking. You know, they were not able to penetrate uh, Chelsea's you know three-man defense. All the all the attacks were coming from the wings. There were no attack was coming from central, which yeah, actually went through the lines, right, through the channels in the center. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's what they missed today. So, but as we told, uh, you know, it was just a tactical battle between the two managers, and I think they seem to enjoy it. What do you think of their uh, reaction after the game? Uh, the see the way the Pep embraced the shell after the full time. It's nothing like he's disappointed. Maybe he's a bit happy because, yeah, because yeah. We manage, these managers, his world-class managers are above a level of uh, this uh, rivalry or uh, emotions. You know, they, exa- yeah, they were over that. I mean, Pep already faced that. Sachel might be new to this and he's already winning side. So, the way the Pep embraced is like a very good thing to see for a neutral fan at least. Because Pep didn't really lose his school or just shook his hand and went away. He really spoke with Sachel for like solid 50 to 20 seconds. I mean, that's something good. I mean, that's a really good thing to watch and embrace. So, I guess, you know, I think there will be a lot of interesting battles again next season between these both. 
because according to me these both are really the tactical geniuses of this uh, along with Klopp, i won't say club yeah these both actually for me i mean personally i really feel that these both are tactically empowered or uh, well built the teams show that i have a question for both of both of you what do you think if uh, maybe if let's say chelsea buy striker and do you think they are uh, next season's premier league title contenders is what they have uh, I won't say contenders, man. I mean, I'll say Liverpool will be among the mix again for the contenders this time. Very well, man. Can you repeat your question? I'm saying uh, with the you know, let's say Chelsea add someone like Lukaku or some good good striker, you know, okay. that score twenty goals a season. Or uh, do you think Chelsea can be a title contender for Manchester? Mm, they could. I I believe yes, they could. Uh, Chelsea, all they would need is uh, say some a striker, as you mentioned, yes. to put score 20 goals a season uh, doesn't seem like werner is able to do that at the moment so if they bring in someone uh, who are their uh, you know rumored or linked with it would be good because he's got them defensively very solid i think i can change my mind today uh, looking at uh, his compactness and the impact that he's got next season i think he can it'll be difficult to beat him forget how many Goals they score, but I think they can score a lot as well. But a lot can come out like this, one zero. But it'll be incredibly difficult to beat them in the first place. So well, you know, I agree with the contenders part, but I would still say favorites will be City, man. Just because of the bench strength they have. I mean, Premier League is a thirty-eight game long competition, so there you need to rotate your players when very often. So I think that will help the City to. Grab maximum number of points, even though when they will face any awkward or a tough situation. Premier League, cons- considering the Premier League, I really feel City are ahead of all the clubs. But yeah, Chelsea definitely, man. I mean, they are really good now, and they will get even better now because the rumors of Lukaku homecoming and everything are like going on a full swing. And uh, owner is a guy, Abrahamovich is a guy who will literally spend money, even your manager. The manager is having a bad season. And this season he overperformed. Especially whatever he's got for like top four finish, he overperformed. He got them to a cup final, Champions League winner. Even winning the Champions League is the biggest any manager could hope for. Right? So I think he overperformed, and I think he'll get chunk of money to spend on now. Yeah. So let's see to it. Uh, so guys, we'll move on to the topic. What's the future for both the clubs and the managers? Yeah, the future for Chelsea, I think, is that uh, they have. Uh, Overperformed, and uh, th- there was no pressure on them at all. But next season there will be pressure on them. It's uh, Chelsea, and uh, you know they always demand this from everyone. And Chelsea seems to have had a very good uh, time to, like you know, Jelen. He's on. He's won the Champions League again. So uh, it's kind of scary as to you know what he could do if they dream uh, big, try to go in uh, all uh, formats. They can surprise us. I feel, you know, again they surprised us this season. I feel they can surprise us next season as well. So, and as you told, they they will have a lot of money to spend and get players. If they get Lukaku, Tuchel might have one or two other players as well in mind. And so you know, they can be much stronger. The bench also looks very good. They already have lots of players who are waiting on the bench who could be playing in the starting eleven. So yeah, it's wonderful for both, uh, and uh, it's nice, you know. I think they can be in the top four challenge next year. 
one thing I would like to you know one quote of Sir Alex Ferguson. Mr. Zeta, attack wins you games, defense wins you titles. So I mean they already have a very solid defense. They get an attacker. They get a striker. True that. True that. Actually, true that. Defense wins you championships. I mean that's a very well put statement, and it's a proven one actually. Yeah. I really never haven't seen any example. Say Barcelona of last season. They scored the most number of goals, but they chipped in forty goals. They don't deserve to be winners, and yeah, they are rightly at third position. Where Real Madrid scored twenty goals, almost lesser than them, and they are in second, close second, and even Atletico. I guess none of them scored more than seven. So yeah, defense in the championships, and Chelsea do have a solid defense right now, and they can even get better. And we don't know, right? So whom they can buy now with the money they might be right. using. Imagine if uh, Declan Rice goes to their midfield as well. Probably Jorginho might leave. Easy upgrade, and yeah, they can get scary. That's the point. They can actually get scary next season too. So I think things are very good, going good for the London club right now. I think they will be a force to reckon next season, considering pressure will be settled down. And coming to the Man City, what do you guys think? Do you think Pep will uh, face any pressure now? Because according to me, he won't be facing any pressure. It's reaching City's I mean, CL final for the first time is an achievement. I consider winning the Premier League also. But I think yeah, next season if they really underperform by not winning the Premier League or early exit from CL might be a tough situation for them. But other than that, I see Pep staying with this squad for at least five more, not five, sorry, three more years because he is the one who built this squad from scratch, getting the players and tuning them into the play style he wanted to play. I really don't see him leaving his comfort space at least for now. And the money, I guess they'll spend again because they, I think they'll really get a good chunk of money to prize winnings this season, yeah. Premier League and the final finalist in CL. So yeah, I think things are optimistic for the Blues too. Yeah, definitely. I don't think so. And yeah, I mean, frankly, you can't really get an upgrade from Pep Guardiola, right? Yeah, now. definitely. No one ever. I mean, you better stick with him. One bad season, even if he gets a bad season, it's better to stick with him. He has won them three Premier Leagues in four years. He had achievement for ten years back. They were not relevant. I think he yeah. signed a contract, right? Yeah, he has contract with 2023. And guys, what about today's man of the match, according to your personal opinion? Uh, I would say Kante. Kante was uh, he was midfield. He Same. I'm going with Kante. He was he was everywhere, man. He was he didn't put a foot wrong today, according to me. I never seen him giving away the ball, making unnecessary tackles or nothing. Guys, really perfect from him. He made very important passes towards the build-up of their attack as well. Every every Chelsea attack had Kante. Like, same, same for me. Can't even. Well, I like, uh, like to also mention the impact of Chelsea. Three seasons, also very good. Well, I remember uh, Akshat is going with uh, Caesar. I think just because for that uh, all-important uh, interception, I guess clearance, I guess. Sorry. That's all the game. Yes, I do agree. Well, Caesar had a very important game. Yeah, I do agree with him. Points out. Well, valid point from actually uh, Akshat, I feel. Because that interception would maybe save them the game at the end. Apart from the goal from Havertz, yeah. Uh, as I told, uh, the, it's if you see the defence, it's an entire unit. It's not uh, just 
Kante or Aspiriqueta. You you take out either of them uh, also. Uh, I think the system would have been the same. Player would have been uh, different. But to the level of what is required and to what is being done is uh, simply brilliant by both of them. And even Thiago Silva or Rudiger. Rudiger also has a very uh, good asset. Uh, as just as good as Aspiriqueta. So yeah, you could praise the entire defense uh, and the entire team for spending and playing to the tactics put out by Tisha. All right. So yeah, that's uh, our opinion. Uh, that's a reaction uh, towards uh, Chelsea versus uh, City, where the Chelsea have uh, won uh, their second Champions League, and they will be having the better night today. Whereas City, uh, it's it's another uh, learning for them. It's the first time that uh, they have uh, been in a Champions League final, and they did play well. Uh, it just goes with history. Uh, they couldn't do it uh, this time, but wishing them the best for uh, you know next season. Hopefully they're there again. We'll sign off for that, Ballers.